Okay, well, welcome everybody to the inaugural, the first, the most foundational, I don't know, I'm going to keep coming up with words, um, the inaugural episode of Forgiven Next Gen. So this is still under the Forgiven banner. I am still um, your host, Pastor Logan. Um, don't worry, Pastor Mike and I aren't going anywhere. We're just going to be starting to do two episodes a week now. One regular Forgiven, one Forgiven Next Gen. Forgiven Next Gen is here to help reach the next generation. It's an opportunity for me to have fun. Not that I don't have fun on the other one, but this one, I intentionally make sure that I have lots of fun. And the guests aren't going to just be like other pastors and stuff like that. I'll, actually, very rarely will I probably have other pastors on. I'm mostly going to have on young adults, some of our own youth. Um, that kind of fun stuff. I plan on doing an all youth episode at some point. Like I'm not, I'm going to be in the room, but somebody will host it. Somebody will do everything. I'm just going to be in the room to make sure that, you know, they're teenagers. So, um, we don't want that. Um, so that's going to be really, really exciting. So keep a lookout for that. I'm going to try to do a Tuesday, Thursday release schedule. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, so on the first episode, I have a long-standing volunteer, a returning guest, so to speak. Um, she's like a youth leader. She helps me. She here for three nights a week now, almost, which is like which is awesome. Um, she is incredible. She worked with us this summer. I have nothing but good things to say about her. And even though she may not think it, I do very much like and enjoy hanging out with her, even though I give her a hard time. Um, so I have with us. Uh, Haley Furchoff. Now, go and listen. If you want to hear a little bit more about Haley after we're done this episode, go and listen to the What is Devoted Ministries podcast. That was her inaugural one. Uh, we did that with our good friend Hannah Sharp. Um, but I was like, you know what? People like Haley. I like Haley. And I want to give her her own episode. And it was like, I just happen to know that she's a little free right now. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? Haley can come in and do it. And I basically guilted her. I also volunteered. You did. <laughs> not, you, you did. Not fully guilted. But. You did volunteer. You were like, Logan, I'll do one. And I was like, sure. I have a hard enough time getting like actual, like, like more professional guests to come on. It's like, man, pe people aren't like me. They don't plan their weeks. Like I plan my week Monday. I get in the office and I sit down and I'm like, okay, hey, what am I doing until Friday? Others are like, oh yeah. Uh, what are you doing in six months from now? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever God tells you to do in six months. And so it's I'm like, like a plan by the day person. Literally, me too. Like, it's like if I have a big project or like youth, right? I'll sit down and I'll make sure that youth is planned for the week. But other than that, I'm like, I'm taking a day to day. I can't plan too far in advance. I'll get anxious. Mm -hmm. I just start thinking too much. Um, so, Haley, tell us just a little bit about yourself for those who might not know you. All right. So, my name is Haley Furchoff. I am 18 years old. I'm born and raised in Brandon, yeah. and <laughs> I've been coming to Bethel since I was born, whole life. Wait, really? You're a lifer? I am, yeah. I didn't know you were a lifer. I thought you came maybe a little older. Nope, whole life. Yeah, nope. we got you. You ain't leaving anywhere anytime soon. No, I'm not. You have me hooked. Which is good. It is. Anyway, okay. What else? What else? Besides being a fellow Brandonite? Mm, things I enjoy. I enjoy... Rugby, I played that for four years. I enjoy going out to the farm and riding horses. You're a very outdoorsy person. I am. I enjoy very being outdoors. outdoors. Yes, I do. Yeah. Fishing and all that. Is fishing fun. is fan. I'm so sad I did not get to go fishing this season I at all. I either. I was so sad. The one time I was going to go, I was like, I don't have a fishing license. I can't go. I was like, oh, dang it. Yeah, I, I don't like 
don't get me wrong. I understand why we need fishing licenses, but I also think it's really dumb. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to spur of the moment go fishing. It's like, oh, I can't. And then so like, I haven't been like really fishing, like true, like, you know, where you actually catch stuff and have like a really good, good time. Right. Since like 2018. It's been that long since I've actually gone like real proper fishing and it hurts my soul. We can go on a youth fishing trip. (laughs) <laughs> I've thought about it. No, it has come across my mind of like, the, but I just don't think any of like three students would be into it, and the rest of them would. They just wouldn't come. They just it wouldn't yeah. be their thing. Like, let's be real. We don't got a lot of. Don't know. Like we, they, I'm sure they would come and hang out, but they wouldn't enjoy the fishing part. They'd get bored after a couple. Yeah, absolutely. They like, yeah, it's tough. Okay, so that's awesome. Um, and my first question is, is like. Why do you follow Jesus? Let's just get right into it. It's a big hard question. question it's a hard question. I mean, it can be as simple or as difficult as you want it to be, really. Well, see, like, I know I've had, like, my ups and downs in the relationship with, like, Jesus and all that. But I feel like when I'm in my downs and I'm, like, not as strong with him, I feel less motivated and less happy. But then when I dive back into my Bible and more into the church, I'm, like, more happy and more, like encouraged to do stuff so it helps me through my day-to-day to be that's honest. important no that's like really important because that's one thing too and like for everybody listening you're all gonna go through ups and downs even as a pastor i can confidently say as a pastor maybe i shouldn't but like there are seasons of my life even in the last like year where i don't want to read my bible at all because it, it just is like you get so busy and mm-hmm. you think like well what is 10 minutes of reading you know thousand year old words really gonna do for me right and then it's like, and then once you kind of come to the realization, you hit the valley. And then the only way out of the valley is like, well, I guess I'll start reading some scripture. I'll start praying more regularly again. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say that, it's not to say that you and I maybe don't do that every day. It's just the the effort that you put into it when you're going through a hard time. The effort right. is way less than when it's like easy, so mm-hmm. to speak. So I get that. I can see why. But I guess what was... Why do you still, like, why do you follow Jesus, though? Because, like, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Being a Christian is probably one of the most, is the most challenging thing a person could do. For sure. So so why do we do it? <laughs> what, what, like, why? Be, I... The obvious one is, like, yes, I like the idea that I'm going to heaven. Yes, right. that's a good motivator for me. It's just my, I, I don't know. Like, that's I okay. know why. But it's just... It's hard to explain. I don't know how to say it. Okay, well, let's... It's just like, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't following Jesus. Okay, that's a good way to put it. One of my main thoughts is Jesus or church. Like, if I didn't have the church and I didn't follow Jesus, like, I don't know what I would actually be doing with my life because most of my life is centered around Jesus or the church. Which is... That's a good thing. It is, yeah. So, so you would say that you followed Jesus, it's just all you've always known? Is that part of it? Like, have you ever known? Like, has there ever been, ever been a period in your life where you were, like, actually, like, nah, I don't want this Jesus thing? No, I've always wanted it. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's amazing, because I remember in second year of Bible college, I was like, I don't know if this is really for me. I was like, I don't right. know if I like this Jesus guy right now. I was like, I keep hearing all these things about... Yeah, you pray and you read your Bible and you you do all these things and things are going to happen and God moves in your life. And I was at the worst time in my life ever. 
Mm-hmm. I've never really been a depressed or anxious person, but I definitely was then. My grades were slipping. I right. was like, my finances were a wreck. Like, everything about my life was the worst. Mm-hmm. And it was then that I was, like, almost ready to quit. Like, I remember going home for Christmas and not wanting to go back. Right. But I went back, and then my life drastically changed for the better because I started spending way more intentional time, like, with Jesus and actually, like, seeking him and, like, not just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Not, it's not just checking it off a list. Yeah. Oh, I read my Bible today. Okay, good. Let's go. Yeah, it's on. like, oh, I opened my phone and read the v- verse of the day. I'm covered. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, d- w- I stopped doing that and started putting in way more intentionality to it. Right. And boy, was I rocked. Yeah. It oh, it's, it changed your different. world. It really does. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I like that. I like hearing that because. These are the real conversations that like we want to have because like I bet you a lot of the the next generation, not even just in our church, just in general, a lot of them have the same similar feelings about why they follow Jesus like you. It's like, well, it's just always what I've done and right. it's always what I want to do. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Don't ever lose that because the second you do, that's a it's a hard hill to climb back from. Right. It definitely is. Yes, I like that. But I guess my question then is, is do you remember how, like, do, 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 how old were you when you met, like, when you started a relationship with Jesus? Do you remember how that happened? Like, I know I've always gone to church. Like, I remember way back when Pastor Charles was here oh, and yes. stuff like that. But, like, I got baptized when I was in grade four. And I think that's the first time I remember, like, whoa, like, feeling God. Because, mm-hmm, like, cool. I don't know. It was, like, some people say, like, they have a, a really, like, cool coming out of the water and they're like oh, i don't know i just came out and i was like i felt fresh and i was like yep that is god and then i don't know that's the first time i remember having that yep that's cool though in grade four so what like 12 yeah i think so i think no 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 that's maybe like younger a, eight eight is it eight we were nine eight in grade four nine nine I'm trying to think of kids that are in grade four right now ten you're ten around there you're yeah. ten yeah, yeah, yeah okay anyway that's awesome though i you, think that's the because I remember for me, like, I, I can still, I can, I have it vividly in my moment, the day I remember accepting Christ. Like, the day I, like, you know, I was at this tiny little camp. Right. Tiny little camp. Not our big Manhattan Beach or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Tiny little gospel at Bible camp. I remember <laughs> dirt, it's still, it's still to this day, dirt floor chapel. Like, you have, you walk a couple, you know, minutes into the bush to go to the bathroom. Like, it, it's a real camp. And I remember like being there and a, I was, I've been like, I was afraid of the dark till I was like 14. No shame. Right. So going away to camp in like a completely new environment was like barely, I literally had one friend. I literally mm-hmm. had one friend at this camp. I was nervous the whole time. And I remember on my knees cr- bawling, like the messy kind of bawling, yep. like I couldn't breathe bawling. Yep. And then I accepted Jesus, and and my life like changed ever since. And so it's like I remember that so vividly. It was like the first time, like really recognizing, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is real. So that's awesome. I'm happy that you didn't have to wait till you were fourteen to to experience that. Yeah, because like that's amazing. So then, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far? Okay, so actually, I think the biggest one that sticks with me is. It's not an exact example, but it's like uh, I saw this thing. It was actually in like, you know, those day planners you get in school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there was a quote. I was flipping through it one time. I was bored in the car and it was the teacher is always quiet during a test. 
And I don't know, it just stuck with me ever since. And that's been like my favorite lesson. So it's like, yeah, you're going to go through these hard times. It's like, where are you, God, right now? But like you're in that test and you got to work through it. And it's not that he's not there. It's just that he's waiting to see, like, are you going to lean on him or are you going to lean away? So I, I think that's one of my favorite ones. I, you, Listeners, you can't, you, you, it's not on video. I have the biggest grin on my face, like the biggest smile on my face. You just made me so happy saying that. Because, like, I've never been able to express that idea exa- right? until you just said it like that. Because the reality is, is, like, God is always there. Mm-hmm. He is always speaking to us. He is always revealing himself to us. Right. The question is, is are we ready and willing to listen? Are we ready and willing to see what he is doing? Mm-hmm. And especially when we're going through trials and challenges, yes, God intentionally puts things in our way for us to overcome. Mm-hmm. And maybe not, and especially God allows things to happen too. There's a big, when you get into your Bible college stuff, you'll get into some some of the tricky unless unless you're not doing that anymore and you're planning no, to change. I still am. Okay, good. Um, so one thing that they'll talk about in in your theology class is this idea of like the the ultimate question of why does why do bad things happen to good people? Right. Right? It's like why does God let this happen or why does God allow this or how come the world does this? And it's like, well, ultimately we live in a God never gives us a chance. Have you ever heard the expression Oh, God never gives you more than you can handle. Have you ever heard that expression? Yes, and I disagree. I he compl- gives you more than he you can handle. Exactly. I grew up hearing that and believing it mm-hmm. and then using it a lot. And then when I got to Bible college, they were like, no, that's wrong. Like right. God actually put something just out of reach mm-hmm. like so that you could see it and you can try to grab it with all your own strength, but you never will be able to. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you use that time and energy to rely on him, and it brings it to you. Anyway, in Bible college, you'll 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 have you'll have some fun conversations and some debates about if God actually allows certain challenges and stuff like that, because it, it's it's really fun to to get into that stuff. I'm I'm super excited to like see you grow in that area because I think you'll 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 do really well. I'm I'm so overjoyed to be doing it. I think yeah. So do you want to tell people what you're doing? We kind of hinted at it. But yeah, like, I guess not everybody knows. Okay, so I'm working towards my children's pastor. At first, it has a little story. At first, I was so confused. I thought I wanted to go to medical, but every time I thought about it, I was stressed, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I was discouraged. And then I was like, what do I actually like doing and enjoy doing? And I was like, devoted and children's ministry and serving God. And I was like, there's a you can be a children's pastor. So right now I'm doing... I'm at ACC for early childhood education. That's two years. Mm. And then I am hoping to go to Horizon for my children's pastor. Yes, you will. Yeah. Yep. I will like to say, I think I had a hand in making this happen. <laughs> I definitely, Stephen and I definitely slid yeah. in there and was like, hey, uh, you should check out this place. And we're both graduates from there. So Yeah, it was definitely, you guys were the encouragement I needed. Sometimes that's hap- Sometimes that happens though. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like really important. I like, when I went to, the story of me figuring out where I wanted to go for call. I was accepted and literally ready to go to Briarcrest. Right. I was going to get a social worker degree and I was going to go work for child and family services. Like that's what I wanted to do. Right. And I was accepted to Briarcrest. I was ready to go. And I like took a year off and I was just working. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Canadian youth workers conference. We went to it in Saskatoon as like a, youth leadership team right and uh one of my my best friend jacob murphy was there he was attending horizon in the same city as saskatoon 
And he like picks me up at our hotel and he's like, hey, let's go hang out. I'm going to show you the campus, all that kind of stuff. And I was there and it was like a Saturday night. And I don't know why some of the staff were there on some random Saturday night. Right. But like they were clearly it was God ordained or Jacob set it up. Who knows? I like to think <laughs> it was God ordained, but he's a little sneaky. Sometimes. Everybody pretend you don't see me. coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretend you're working. Yeah. And so then I show up and he's giving me a tour and I was like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. And. I'd always, I'd never really, I'd heard about Horizon, but I was like, eh, it's a little tiny college. I don't know right. if I'll like it. Like, I'd rather just go to the normal. I didn't think, like, I just didn't think ministry was for me. Mm-hmm. And God had called me to ministry years ago, and I was just denying it. Right. Anyway, long story short, I met some of the staff, and on the way home in the six-hour car, car ride, I filled out my application on my phone and sent it in. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it was just, you know, you know. So, I think that's exciting. And so, for all you listening, too, like, Daily story is like a good example of like sometimes when you're nervous about something and when it doesn't feel right, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes God is actually being blatantly obvious to you of like, yeah, no, don't go there. Like that's no, please don't. Don't, you know, don't do that. So and you could think that's part of your plan for years. Like I always thought I'm going to be a nurse or something like a midwife for years, like ever since I was a kid. And then I was like, no, no, I'm not. It doesn't know that. Nope. Don't vibe. <laughs> no. No vibes. Uh, so that's awesome. So like, just yeah, be careful when you're thinking about that, making decisions and stuff, because sometimes mm-hmm. God is blatantly obvious to us. Oh yeah. Something and and He's like slapping us in the face, and we're like, I don't feel anything. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I can't make it any more clear. So, no, that is. That is incredible. So, what do you do for us right now at the church? Like, how do what what areas do you volunteer in? Like, what do you do? Okay, so I'm helping at Devoted, of course. Yep. Going nine years strong. Um, I help at Wednesdays and Fridays if I don't work, and then Sunday mornings in the kids' class. Yes, you do. Yeah. Wait, which kids' class? All of them? Uh, mainly the older, so the seekers. So, yeah. like, the farthest one, like the one Stephen teaches usually? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I see. The thing is, is, like, I, I work with Devoted. I do that, and I do Friday nights. I don't do anything up here on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm just, I'm busy running everything else down, down, downstairs. <laughs> right. But it's like, so I, I don't even know the ages of like the, like you guys say like Seekers and whatever. I think Seekers is like six to 10, I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. even, I don't even know what the other ones are called. So I'm just like, yeah, I just like parents. Seekers, discoverers, and explorers. Okay. Nice. Which belongs to what age group? I don't know. I'm just catching it now. <laughs> I always used to call it the RTK room. So. That's what I. So when when I started like a year ago, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, Stephen called it that one time, and I honestly thought that's what it was called. Well, it used to be that. Yeah, but yeah. I, that's what I started calling it because that's what Stephen always called it. Right. And so then I was like, oh yeah, Stephen, meet me in the RTK room. We're gonna talk about something. He's like. He was so flabbergasted. He's like, the RTK room, we don't call it that anymore. (laughs) And I was like, you're the one who said it. You're the one who's like went off about how it's called that. Right. And then he's like, what? No, never. And, you know, Steven gets to them. I was like, yeah, no. Um, So that's awesome. Thank you for everything that you do. Now, to like, be honest, do you actually like doing it? Oh, yes. So much. Okay. Like, so, so much. Okay, that's good. They get me through the weeks. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting to hear. I th- If like, I think more people could have a brighter week if they volunteered, mm-hmm. you know, like, Plus, like you build such a good family here. So it's like, yes, I'm excited to come serve God, come see God move in the kids' lives. 
and also to see the family I've built at the church. Yeah, so. like, listen, okay, I, it was brought up to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had a big family. We had our Bethel Connect thing. We had to get together or whatever. Right. You weren't there. What's up with that? You had to work or something? I was out at the farm all day. Oh. I know. Is it like harvest time? Was it like for reals or are you just riding your horse? Uh, they already finished the harvest. Oh, so you were just like hanging out riding your horse? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. If you were like saying, "Oh, I forgot," and I was sitting at home, then I would have like gotten after no, you. But no. you were having a family. Time. I was that's doing good. chores in the barn. Don't worry. That's good. Okay, you have an excuse. <laughs> yep. That's good. Um, <laughs> but so I like ninety percent of our my media team is like you guys. Like literally, the like two of them are adults. That's mm-hmm. it. The rest are all teenagers, which is awesome. I love it. It makes my Sunday mornings. Very bright. Right. <laughs> Very on my toes. In a week. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And so Steven was like coming downstairs to get something off the printer or something. I don't know. Right. And I was up on stage doing the announcements. So nobody's in the room, but I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name drop them, but they know who they are. And I don't care. I think it's hilarious. And nobody's in trouble. I just think it's a funny thing to analyze for a second of like... Steven was saying he's like, because he could hear me talking because they have to mix the two different sound sources or whatever. And he's thinking I'm in the room and I have a handle on what's going on there. And he kind of peeks in and they're all just like laughing and cackling and having like the most amazing time. And it was so loud. You could hear it out in the hallway. Oh, no. Because my room's echoey, though, right? My office has a brick walls everywhere. So it just echoes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I love that. It it literally fills me so much joy. Mm -hmm. Like my favorite thing to do and this maybe sounds a little creepy, but I don't think it is, is I'll come back from like doing announcements and right. I'll, I'll like tiptoe so they don't hear me. Scare them? No, yeah, I do do that. That's fun. <laughs> you that, would get me. I'm very easily scared. Oh, I, did you not check our Instagram on Friday? Did you not see the video of when I scared Joel? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. Anyway, but no, like my favorite thing is like occasionally I'll like get up to go do something or whatever right. and I'll come back and I'll just stand on my door and I'll just witness. And like... And it, and I'm just watching because yeah we joke around and we and we have fun and stuff but mm-hmm. they're working and they're doing an incredible job right and like the communication of like hey we're putting up this slide put this up like sound do right. that and it's like honestly I don't have to be in there sometimes right and it's the best feeling when I can leave mm-hmm. and know that the team has got it and like that is like incredible and so like you right. play a part in that not necessarily just for me. But for all of the churches and everything that you volunteer with and stuff. So that's like, you know, it was, it's just exciting. And it was like, and then I had more than one person come up to me on Sunday and be like, well, it's really loud in there. <laughs> like, like Arnold was like, he came knocking on my door and he's like, what's going on in here? And he was just <laughs> yeah. messing with us. And I was like, we're, we're, we're having fun. And he just laughs. And that was all good. Okay. So you traveled this summer. I did. You were Steven's right hand man. Yep. Basically. Right hand mm-hmm. woman, I guess. And uh, so for those of you who don't know, we have listen, listen to the What is Devoted podcast along with this one. Just do like one in each ear, you know? Yeah. Um, so that would trip you out so that hard. It'd be so hard. <laughs> um, but basically, Pastor Stephen Mitchell here, he's our kids pastor. He runs a ministry training program called Devoted Ministry. He takes, you know, students from churches and he trains them up to not necessarily just do kids stuff, really any area they want. Um, but mostly kids stuff because that's his area of specialty. Mm-hmm. And then what he does is he gets a couple of the older ones usually, and uh, he travels around like all summer, like literally like the day after grad. You guys were gone. Yep. Like literally, it was the day after, right? I'm, or two I'm, days. 
I'm pretty, no, not the day after, but, like, the next day, because I remember, like, putting off my packing, and I was like, oh, no, and then I packed the next So, like, you graduated, and the next day you were on the road? Uh, the next day after that. Oh, so so you had one full day at home. Blank, and then I was at Manhattan, yep. Yeah, so it's, it's an insane amount of work for them, and so Haley happened to be on that team, and they travel, like, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, they used to even go further than you guys go now. Like, Steven took a team at Newfoundland once. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That's a lot of traveling. That is, but I love car rides. I love car rides. I can sit Do you, in the car. though? I could sit in the car for eight hours and be happy. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. But, so I said to say, like, Haley was part of that. You, like, organized a lot of it, didn't you? Like, you, mm-hmm. you like, you prepped pretty much everything. Yeah, I helped Steven prep it. Looked through the curriculums, what we could do, what we can't do. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pick the curriculum that I had to teach from? No, Stephen picked all the curriculums. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've already given him my, I've, I've given him my two cents. It was a good curriculum. There were just things that I didn't like. Yeah. You're going to hit some of those curriculums. It was like, written eh. by a British, it was written by a British person. Oh, no. 100% it was written. <laughs> That's when you got to channel your inner British. Well, no, I just, cha- I just read it over and changed the words. Oh. Because they were using words, like they were talking about a car mm-hmm. and they were using words like boot instead of trunk. And I was like, oh yeah, this is clearly written by a European. <laughs> Or a really bad AI, but <laughs> it could have been. Maybe uh, the AI was British. <laughs> wait, did you know that Spotify has AI DJs now? No. Okay, this blew my mind today. Okay, I hope I get I get to the office, I get Spotify open, right. and I'm gonna just play my boring worship playlist that I listen to pretty much on repeat all the time. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Abby, shout out to Abby. She's given me a whole list of new songs to listen to, so that's been awesome. Right. But I was like, you know what? And I was like, let's see what Spotify has. You know, it has like recommended for you. It makes mm-hmm. the playlist for you. I was like, let's see. And then I saw DJ, and I was like, oh, I'm tired. I need to get some energy mm-hmm. going so i'm thinking it's gonna be dj music you know just like like yeah. like i was like cool i can pump this in the office for a little bit get me awake and i'm yeah. good to go and then a soft like chocolatey voice starts talking to me <laughs> and it's like logan i am your spotify <laughs> dj but and i was like what is going on in a soft chocolatey voice Cho- that's the only way i could describe <laughs> it that's like that i've buttery, never heard it described really like that. that's like a term that's actually a term in like audio stuff and it's like just like a DJ, like a soft, <laughs> like deeper, like voice. And I was like, this is awesome. Oh. And then it starts playing like, and then it's like, I will do this, this, and this. And I, play, and I it's not really an AI. It just tracks what I've been listening to <laughs> and starts playing it. But like my, and you can probably attest to this. My Spotify is crazy. 95% of it is worship music just mm-hmm. because like, that's what I listen to when I'm in the office. I genuinely just like listening to worship music. Right. Not saying that secular music is bad. Mm-hmm. Just because I listen to mostly worship music does not mean other stuff is bad. Right. But I also love punk rock. That is like my favorite like secular genre of music is mm-hmm. like punk rock. And so it's like I grew up listening to it. So I still listen to it. And right. so it was like the DJ clearly they got some work to do on this because <laughs> he's going from like I was literally listening to King of Kings very long and like somber like worship right. songs and then it throws me into like green day and i was like what what is this train of emotions i'm on right <laughs> I'm now i'm on mood swings <laughs> it was it was very weird um so yeah spotify you should look it up you I should will. you should try it on your phone and see what it tells you because like okay. that it, it blew i'm gonna my look mind. out for the soft chuck well voice. it might be it might be different it might be different for like a female i have no idea right. i hope it's a soft chocolatey voice because <laughs> i want you to t- I'll, I'll have to play for you after um 
Anyway, so you traveled around this summer. Right? That yeah. was a long segment. I just you traveled around this summer. What was one of the like? What was one of your favorite memories of the summer? What's something like? What's a leadership opportunity or like a moment God moved or a time where like you know you were didn't think you could do it? You know, something like okay. that. Um, I have so many good memories, but you can share a couple. The then. latest one I remember is okay. So I get so nervous when going up in front of kids and adults when it's like yeah. one of the last days and the parents come for the service and watch and i'm like Mm-mm, don't put me up there i gotta do the kids and i gotta do the adults and make sure we're doing a good job and all this and i was like i can't do steven he goes no you got it and then he like you got it just go and i did it and i was like oh my goodness and it was so encouraging and then i came off and he was like see i knew you could do it and i was like oh but like <laughs> I am not a kid and adult person. It's, it's so nerve wracking. It's hard. I can do kids, but adults stress me out. Oh, listen, as a youth pastor, dealing with parents is the best and worst part mm-hmm. of the role, even as a kid's pastor. Because here's the reality. Right. And I'm teaching you this because you're going into kids' ministry. You get kids for two hours a week, mm-hmm. you get them for 0.1% of their time. Right. So if you don't have a good, healthy, relationship with the parents everything that you're teaching on sunday school or in your midweek program or whatever is just going to go in one ear and out the other because mm-hmm. if it's not being reinforced in the home mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's you're going to lose it right 99.9 percent of next gen ministry is won or lost in the home right so like just i'm just warning you you gotta get used to dealing with adults because it's yeah. just it's just part of the it's just part of the job but that's awesome. Isn't it so cool, though, when you can step out and do something you didn't think you could do, and then you do it, and you do it well? Yes, it really is. And then it makes you feel so good? hmm Yeah, like, that's awesome. That's, like, one of my that's one of my most favorite things about being a pastor is getting to see you guys do that. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, I, I took over <laughs> for you guys this, this summer. I did a week of camp, and I got... Oh, my Lanta. My week was <laughs> awesome. It was also the worst. Right. Because everyone got sick. Like, everyone I on the team got. our team like, left sick. Like, 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 and not like, oh, just a little camp sniffle. No, no. like, dying. Voice and, left us, throat sore. Oh, yeah, I couldn't it was talk. so bad, yeah. And so, like, I'm doing two services a day. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the teaching, all that kind of. And for the for the first, like, two days... I wasn't sick at all. And I was like staying away from the team. I was like, don't you come near me, you germs. I yeah. was like, I was like, stay back. Right. And um, I <clears throat> talked without a mic for the first like two services. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty loud person. I don't like having a mic when I'm with kids because I do lots of actions. And, right. Neither do I. And yeah, I could have worn one of those weird old lame headsets that Steven <laughs> has. But I was like, I don't want that. Um, so I did it without the mic and then the, the I remember just like, waking up Thursday morning mm-hmm. and as I woke up, I was like, I'm sick. I could just feel it. Cause like my throat was burning. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, it was scorching. It felt like I drank fire. That's literally the only way I could describe oh. it. And then I got sick and it was bad. But, um, two members of our team did not really get that sick, but they were also right. the youngest, newest members of the of devote but they stepped up incredibly that is so good like they like they started leading actions didn't even know some of the songs poor jesse is dying yeah and you know she's teaching them at the back like 10 15 minutes before service starts and she's teaching them just like dying 
And then they went up and killed it. That is so good. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm sitting back there, like, and it got me excited. And so it was like every time that happened, even though I was so sick and I had to keep talking, it made me excited to get up there, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's so cool when we see that, right? Like, it's yeah. so cool when, when God moves like that. see the new ones just, like do a great service it's like yes i knew you had potential and you know what like ministry man that's just the best part about it It and some people obviously i love people coming to jesus i love that but i don't know for me it's it's seeing you guys grow that's Mm -hmm. my favorite part so what did god do though besides that is there any or like what's a fun moment that you had this summer like what's a crazy dumb fun thing you guys did this summer because i know you got into some shenanigans Oh, we got uh, up to lots. I mean, the team was me, Kobe, and Corbin. It's so. true. It's true. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Of- it's true. Those two especially. I don't know how they survived. I genuinely am like, how did nobody break a bone? Wait a second. Uh, if anyone was going to, it was Corbin because he yeah, had something hurting on him every day. It was like, Sarah, I hurt my arm. Sarah, <laughs> I hurt my toe. It's like, Corbin, <laughs> we need to bubble wrap you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of a moment on friday did he hurt himself no well kind of nothing serious <laughs> i don't th- anyway we were we were playing mission of Oswald. we were chasing right. them around and he tripped on some stairs or some chairs in the in the sanctuary it was really <laughs> funny i immediately ran over to him was like are you okay are you okay and he's like yeah and he got I'm up and ran. he got up and ran and i was like what you think i'm gonna tag you he's like yeah and then he ran i was like okay sure Okay, so give me one. Give me one, like, fun moment. Come on. Well, I have one, but it wasn't fun for me. It was fun for Corbin. Um, I'll share it to you. Okay, so... Okay, so there's this Jacob's Ladder thing at Kettleston. It's, like, this really high obstacle course. I am not good with heights. Heights and the dark. Mm Mm-mm. So the first time they were going on it, they were going on it in the night. It was like a night use activity. And I was like, no, I am not combining two things I hate together. That's sketchy. Yeah, but they had like a bunch of supervision and there was some lights over there and stuff like that. So, but I was like, no, I'm okay. And so then I, he ended up getting me up there and I climbed up and I'm like shaking up. So I'm going up and I'm up there. Yeah. And then Connor came up with us too, right? That's good. So me and Connor were terrified up there, but it was (laughs) fine. And then Corbin wanted me to go on these tires but they like swung and you had to like grab on and so i grabbed onto one but then i was like i don't know how to get to the next one <laughs> and i don't know how to get back so yeah. i'm just swinging there and then the person up there was like just just go grab it and i was like there is too far of a because you're connected to something so you're not yeah, gonna fall you're not gonna fall but i just didn't want to risk it i was like i, I am not it. letting go of anything so i was like nope corbin i'm coming back so i like pulled myself back onto the platform and i'm like okay i'm done <laughs> hey but you know what there are a lot of people that wouldn't have you even have gotten up that far to try it. Yeah. Myself included. So <laughs> yeah. that's a lie. I've climbed some stuff, but at night, no. Yeah. Uh, like I did a lot of dumb stuff. Like I've done a lot of stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> but climbing a ropes course at night, I just don't want to do that. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's awesome. I'm glad that you did that though. And like you and Connor, he's going to remember that. Like, Oh yeah. Like he's going to remember the time that his like, you know, his aunt Haley basically climbed up a terrified climb. Like, you guys conquered that together. Like, that's yep. special. Like, those moments in ministry don't come along that often. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, we have to seek them out when we can. So that's, like, super exciting. Right. 
Okay, what's been like? What's one of your highlights from like youth ministry? What's one of the craziest games you've ever seen, or like something like that? Because like, I'm always a favorite of the garbage can game. Yeah, that's a good one. I had, it's always a good one. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're doing that one in youth. There's not. I didn't want to do it the first night because if somebody gets hurt, then right. it's like, oh, mom, I got hurt today. It's like, well, then you're not going back. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that one's always a favorite. That's a good one. And the evening games, like when it's dark and you're like running around oh yeah we're gonna do more of those for sure yeah normally abby and i the last time we did it at, at senior, garbage bags i heard yeah we we covered up every light yeah like every it was pitch black like the only semblance of light was from the back door because mm-hmm. we couldn't we didn't just didn't have the, we just didn't want to put in the effort to cover up the doors with garbage bags right and we needed a little bit of light for people to come in yeah and then there's the front window downstairs mm-hmm. that's it those literally i i turn off all the lights at every office i covered up all the emergency lights which i probably shouldn't have done don't tell leanne um, uh, as you say it on the podcast <laughs> she she's not uh, she listens yeah, just, yeah whatever hey it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission so oh i'm my sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually did tell her about it. I I legitimately on Thursday was like, hey, I'm going to do this thing and cover up all the lights. And she's like, why are you telling me this? I was like, well, so you know. And she's like, just don't tell me. And then we'll never have to have this conversation again. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, so that's awesome. So, yeah, those are always fun. <clears throat> I really want to try wheelie chair races. Oh. Or jousting. Wheelie chair oh, yeah. jousting. Oh. We have a long hallway. We got lots That'd of. Be fun. We got some rickety old wheelie chairs around here. We got some pool noodles and stuff. We could easily go wheelie chair jousting. That'd be fun. Yep. That would be really fun. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So for so for those listening, uh, leave us a in your review. Leave us your favorite youth game, mm-hmm. your favorite crazy thing, or hit us up on like Instagram or something, and uh, tell us what your favorite youth memory was and your favorite youth game. So that. Yes, I'm farming the audience for ideas. <laughs> that is okay. Selfish plug. Done. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do some fun stuff because we right. covered a lot of it. What is like, actually, no, no we're going to do one more serious question because okay. we got, oh boy. How was your high school experience? <sighs> like, especially as a Christian. Mm-hmm. I was actually, okay. So I went into it terrified because there's so much of peer pressure and. I went from a Christian school to oh, a public school. Oh, you did go to... You, I, didn't, I didn't know yeah. you went to Christian Heritage. I went to Christian Heritage. So from preschool all the way to grade eight, I was in a Christian school. There wasn't, like... Sure, I came in contact with it, like, when I was out with all, like, the, the drugs and the sex and all this stuff. But it was a shock when I got to high school, that's for sure. And I was nervous. I was like, no, like, if I just, like, follow what I believe and... All this, I'll be fine. And actually, I was good. So it was a lot. Like, I went and I was like, you know what? This isn't as bad as I thought or was told. That's good. Like, I feel like people made it so, like, They, they do that on purpose, up, though. And then you go in and you're like, it is not that bad. Well, we do that on purpose. So that, yeah. like, because if we were like, oh, yeah, it's really not that bad, you wouldn't have prepared yourself as much. Mm-hmm. So then you may have But, slipped. I mean, people definitely have bad experience. Oh, 100%. If I think the thing that made my high school, like, because I had Hannah, of course, but not... You did have your, like, best friend with you, which is Not crazy. all the all through high school, right? So I definitely think rugby got me through it. That's important, though. Because then I had a sport to go to, and it's a great sport to let anger out or frustration or stress oh, for all of you people who want oh. a sport that'll do that. 
And I love that aggressiveness. And then you got to build a team and you had them throughout like the school and the yeah. coaches were there. So that definitely got me through high school. I, I can I didn't play rugby. I was too chicken, I'll be honest. I That's okay. <laughs> I play I played football. Football hurts more, okay? Anybody that says uh, like No, the pads end up hurting more in some I ways. guess if the helmet slams against you, but like your head going into the hard ground. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but like you're not getting hit nearly as much in rugby as you do football. Are you? It just, I'm not, <laughs> that you know, is we debatable. Could into, we could get into this. We could. So like the thing with like the reason football I think hurts more, and I did play rugby, just to be clear. Right. I did play for like half a season. I just didn't like it. Okay. Um, and I the, I just the the honestly, the cardio, I just didn't have it in me to, to do that. Like I <laughs> yeah. was an offensive lineman, okay. I went hard for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> every play for 30 seconds, and then I was done. So like Joel at youth on Friday. Mm-hmm. I like almost caught him. Like if I had really pushed myself, I could have caught him easy. And Joel's a little skinny beanpole. That kid is fast. And he had a good two, three strides on me. Right. And he turns around and he, I saw the look on his face. He was blown away that I almost caught him. He's like, what, what, why? He, and I was, and then in that video that I posted, I'm scaring him. Mm-hmm. You can hear him in the background saying like, you actually got to watch out for Basil Hogan. He's, he's quick. <laughs> so it's like because offensive linemen, we go hard for a right. minute, yeah, and then we stop and we right. go hard. So, but every play I was hitting somebody. Literally every play I was literally nose to nose with people, yeah, just like ramming into each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in rugby, you don't always have to get hit. Like you can, like it's a lot of running. You can avoid it if you run fast enough. Yeah, yeah. That's it depends. I feel like it depends what type you play because there's sevens, which. I liked better personally, surprisingly, because okay. it's only seven people, but it's a whole lot more running, and you get the ball more often. That's where I scored all my tries. Fifteens is like fifteen people, more hitting, <laughs> nice. more tackling. I didn't know rugby was fifteen. Fifteen people, people on each team. So there are thirty people on the pitch at one time. On the field, yeah. So it's a whole lot more tackling. You take a couple and you go like you get. But hit. like, don't you mostly just follow the ball? Yeah, you do. So like, it's not like. See, whereas in football, sometimes you got two wide receivers yeah. lined up with two DBs and they it has just to go, run into each other. Yeah, because it has to go back, right? So yeah, that's fair. And you okay. can only really hit the people with the ball, so if you don't have the ball, you don't want really. See, hit. that's the thing. You can hit anybody you want in football. Yeah, so that's I guess there is more f- hitting in football to an extent. I don't know. I just rugby's got a lot of weird things, like host, like the what is it, the scrum where you put the guy on your shoulders. The guy on the shoulders. Uh, there's a line out where you lift the guy. You don't put him on his shoulders. You yeah, lift but he's him got like, the, the hooks on. He's got the hooks on his pant, and you like lift him up, right? That's like. What are you talking I about? Don't, I remember. There's doing a, a scrum where it's like a bunch of people, and like you wrap your arms around each other and grab each other's waistbands and bend down and push. Yeah, that's that. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a scrum. You get very personal. Yeah, that's rugby. like. Listen, I was a center in football. I used to have the the quarterback's hand like. Yeah. Right there. So, yep. like, I. It's a very I get it. close up sport. Yeah, that's the dude, for sure. The dude touched my butt more than like, it's, <laughs> yep. it's just the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, rugby was awesome. I, I, listen, I have mad respect for rugby players. I really do. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you out there taking hits with nothing. Yeah, you get out after the game and you're like, oh my goodness. Did you ever just come off the bat, like off the game and just have bruises? You're like, I don't even remember getting oh, hit. Oh my there. goodness. Yes. Yeah. And I actually loved them. Which oh, is yeah. weird to say, but like one year, like my whole, like my legs were covered in bruises and I was just so proud. I was like, yep, oh, yep, ab- that's right. Absolutely. It was the best the one time. So do you know football at all? Yeah, kind of. 
So I'm offensive line. I'm the big guy that stopped blocking people. Right, yeah. But sometimes your your running back wants to go in between you. Yeah. Right? So you have to, you know, block left or right to make a hole. Mm-hmm. Sometimes running back, sometimes when I was first learning to play, I was not very good at making a hole. Like, I didn't move over properly. Right, yeah. But my running back's got to go through the hole, so he's not waiting on me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he would run through me. And I remember one time, I must have been hyped up on so much adrenaline. But, like, his jersey had ripped, and football pads have little, like, rivets on them to, right. like, hold, like, you know. And he, his cut me, like, bad. He was running by, and it sliced my arm open. And I'm like, it was cold, because, mm-hmm. of course, football season's in February. through <laughs> November. February. February. <laughs> running through the snow. Holy moly. Um, and so it was so cold, and I got off the field after our drive was done. Mm-hmm. And my co- trainer, coach, runs over, and he's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. He's like, and, I, and he's like, no, you're not. He's like, and I look down, and it's just blood i looked like something yeah. i looked like looked like a warrior just the blood adrenaline. dripping down my and he and i could see it like pumping out <laughs> and i was like and he's like he's like you didn't feel that it's like no <laughs> and he just took a bunch of gauze and wrapped me up but nah so that's good so anyway sports is like a great way like to survive and no but my question is is how was it being a christian in that environment did you find it challenging at times at some points you would get like oh, she's Christian, so she can't do that. Or, like, Christians don't do this, and, like, yeah. Christians won't ever do this. And, like, here, Haley, try a vape. Oh, wait, sorry, you're Christian. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, first, no. I just, I wouldn't fall into peer pressure, and I'm so grateful for that. Like, anytime I was asked, like, I've got asked. But I was always like, no. I it was Yeah, n- me too. I don't know, it just... Even, Your pressure's not... I tell this to my closest friends, who, like, some of them aren't Christian. They're like, oh, yeah, you just don't do it because you're a Christian. It's like, no, even if I didn't, like, volunteer as a high schooler and youth and mm-hmm. all that stuff, I still wouldn't have gone out to parties, and I still wouldn't have right. done any of this. It's just not my thing. Like, it, to me, logically, it makes no sense. You understand that this stuff is bad for you, mm-hmm. but you're still willingly injecting it into your right. body. Like, it's like, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, smoking and all this stuff, it's like... Yeah. You know it's bad. So why are you... you yeah, know, it's just, never been appealing it, to me. It's never, it's, like, clicked in my mind that that was bad. Okay, well, yeah. I'm glad you had a good... like Because I know some Christians who, like, lose their faith in high school because they can't handle the peer pressure or, right. you know, they lose touch with, with their faith or they see a lot of, quote, hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of hypocrites in the church, 100%. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. That's interesting. I'm glad you had a good high school experience. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. What's your one piece of advice then for people in high school right now? Oh, I'm a very join a sport or join a club. Good. I like that. That's that. a good piece of it advice. It gives you something to work for. It gives you something to enjoy during high school. So it's a common not just, goal. Yeah. Because yeah, like in COVID, I was like, ooh, school, that's it. Whereas I, when it's not, it's school, then sports. It's like, ooh, I get to go hit people after school. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Join a sport. I like that. Join a sport. Get and a, don't uh, overthink it. You got this. Oh, maybe and maybe if you're, like, really not into sports, at least join some kind of, like, yeah, after-school activity. Yeah, there's book clubs. There's choirs. There's chess. Do drama. Oh, man, drama is so fun. Do drama. Like, yeah, like, just do something. I it's agree. okay. I do drama on the daily. <laughs> oh, you are a dramatic person. That is for sure. Oh, just out me like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> Shout outs to Mrs. Furchoff. She's very nice. Every conversation <laughs> I've had, I've enjoyed with her mother. <laughs> she is awesome. Uh, okay, well, that's awesome. My one piece of advice is do your homework. Like, and this do sounds homework. so boring and like cliche. Like, you bastard telling you to do homework. But it's like, take it from somebody who didn't do his homework. Yeah. I suffered. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, come like grade 11 and 12 when it's like, oh, ri- I have to get decent grades to go to university, oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I better start studying. But I didn't know what studying was or how to do it. I'd never really practiced mm-hmm. doing my homework or anything like that. And so, like, being like 17, trying to instill that type of discipline was so hard. And it's good to get into a habit then. Like, yeah. I will admit, I was not a homework or school person. I would just like, you know, whatever. Another advice, it is four years that will impact your future. 100%. So, yes, friends and hanging out is important. I'm not saying don't do that, but pay attention to your classes yep. because you're going to graduate and you're going to wish, like, oh, I wish I got a higher grade or mm-hmm. honor roll so then I could get to this college or do this or I wish I would have taken this class. Facts. It's like, just, it's four years. Facts. Focus on school. You can still have friends. Yeah, and, like, listen, unless you're trying to go to, like, Harvard or something, don't need to like spend all your waking time oh, doing yeah, homework. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, just I guess it more comes down to just apply yourself a little yeah. bit. Because like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say it. High, <clears throat> academically, high school is not that hard. Academically speaking, it's not right. that hard. Cult like high school now. I talked to some of the grade nines. I'm like, I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Like the challenges that you that you listeners and. You know, people like yourself, even who kind of came out in the last like two years, like the challenges that you've had to go through in high school is something I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. You could have sat me down and said, oh, yeah, Logan, in two years, girls are going to play boys like boys are going to start playing girls sports. And I'd be like, no, they're not. Well, no, they are. So it's like, you know, it's like I think that that's pretty insane mm-hmm. to me. And so it's like the challenges that the next gen, ha- the next generation has right now. Yeah. blows my mind for like, sure. I, like i can't imagine what parents of like children are thinking right now yeah like what like I, I don't know it's crazy to me it is absolutely insane okay you've had lots of time to think about this and okay. we talked about it a little bit before but what's your favorite social media platform okay oh i already told you yeah but visco. they didn't hear that Haley. i like visco so right. for those of you who don't know what Visco is, like it's kind of it's kind of but not really like Instagram. It doesn't have the stories at the top. It doesn't have reels and all that. It's basically for people that want to share pictures and not worry about the likes or the views or all that stuff. Like people can repost your image, but it's not showed to everybody all the time. So you just post photos of nature or your family or your friends and it's just fun you know okay i enjoy it because i like enjoy posting photos yeah take a guess at what my favorite social media is you'll probably you might be able to get it youtube no nah. uh instagram no spotify no spot i don't count spot <laughs> youtube i count as social media spotify i don't um i've said all of them no you snapchat no you don't seem like a snapchatter i hate snapchat yeah um, with every bone in my body twitter yeah yeah it is twitter's, really? okay. twitter's actually my favorite social okay. media platform even now, when Elon changed it to like X or whatever it is now, did you hear about that? It's literally just called X. It's not called Twitter really? anymore. Yeah. Oh. The logo I don't on my keep phone is literally. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is just my favorite. Um, also, Facebook. I don't use. Facebook is good for seeing what all the parents are up to. Yo, okay. So, like, I manage all our social medias. Mm-hmm. Facebook is 
by far our most popular social media at this Probably, church. yeah. By like, no, like it's not a small margin. It's a large margin. Like I'll post the same reel on Instagram. gets 200, mm-hmm. 200 views, which is still really good right. for our church. I'll post it on Facebook reels. Yeah. 1,200. That's good. Yeah. It's like 10 times more. Yeah. I mean, that's like 10 times more. That's six times more. We're going to get technical. <laughs> um, okay, so that's yeah. So I like Twitter. So Visco, that's cool. Yeah. I'll maybe I'll should, should I get a Visco? Should I like? Is it like too? Oh, it can be for anybody. It's not too like young. No. Like Threads. You're, are you on Threads yet? I am, but that's because I was like seeing all these numbers by people, and I was <laughs> like, "What is that?" So I I got it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So it's kind of like a. It's just Twitter. Tw- it's literally Instagram without the pictures, but still yeah, with pictures. I know. And, so I downloaded it. And with the layout like, of Twitter. Oh, okay. So, good. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Now, what is, like, I don't know. What has been, like, what's your go-to music? Like, if you open, like, if your Spotify wrapped came in today, what do you think would be the top thing that's in it? Country. <laughs> That's fine. Why are you saying it all like? I she, I said, she said it all like gleefully, but a little shameful. She's like country. I I like country. Yes, hundred percent. But like, okay, now like now country is a huge genre and that breaks mm-hmm. down in like many different kinds. Right. Is it the like real like southern country with like the twang? You know, like the. Yep. Really? That's like no. I listen to all country. I love country. Whether it's so, the like, news, I don't. I kind of listen to all different kinds of music except for like rock and all that stuff but like like, you're not throwing down some acdc when you're no 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 but like the devil's music mainly oh mainly like not because some country nowadays is not country people could say it's country but it is not country that's more name name some things name go 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 off i'm trying to think of one off the top of my head but like i'm a I'm a humongous Morgan Wallen fan. Like, oh my. Okay. You, some of those songs are not country, okay? Not all of them. But Morgan Wallen, oh my goodness. When I heard he was going to Winnipeg, I was like, I really want to go. What is it, Last go. Night? Is that his, like, big one from the summer? What was the... Last Night. I don't know his main top one right now, but right What's... now it's Morgan Wallen and Zach Bryan because Zach Bryan just released, like, a huge album full Is he the songs. one that's on American Idol? Is that Zach Bryan? Blake Shell. I don't know. One of the country guys is on there. I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched The Voice in so long. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. My country is Lady Antebellum. I love, love Lady. I listen to it all the time. Like actually, that's like and Carrie Underwood. Don't care. People can say it's country. Can say it's not. I mm-hmm. genuinely love, love yeah. that movie. Okay, now question for you. Oh, this, this, this. You're gonna. You, you, I'm gonna ask you. Do you think I'm a Taylor Swift fan? Because you're asking this, yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because non-Taylor Swift fans, I don't would ask It's true. That. It's true. Uh, I'm outing myself right now on the pod. I mean, I love Taylor Swift. I like, actually really enjoy her music. I'm really? Not, I'm surprised you don't. No, I'm not with that Taylor Swift. I don't know. Was it? Were you with her when she was like country, though? And then when she made the switch, you were um, like, no, she's evil. I will listen to her songs if they're on, but I will never choose to listen gotcha. to them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's like me with like um like some rap. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I really don't listen to a ton of rap music anymore. Right. Unless it's like Christian stuff. I actually don't listen to like secular rap music. Right. Mostly because yeah. I can't understand half of it. <laughs> right? Like it's just mumbling. Yeah. Uh, Gotta have the talent. Ugh, it's not talent at all. 
annoys me. It annoys me. Okay. Say last question. Okay. What's your like go to Netflix? Like what what's what you've been watching? What you've been binging lately? Or like like hmm, couple I, shout outs. What are some recommendations? I am a I'm Just not, wait, hang on, hang on. A, Let me guess. What? Are you a Gilmore fan? Are you no, a Gilmore Girls I've fan? I've actually never watched. Oh, uh, okay. I don't think I've watched that. No. Okay. I am either Heartland, which some oh, people can I, say they do not like. No, Heartland. I love it. I've watched every but season. I love Heartland. I've watched every season. I've watched every season mm-hmm. twice except sixteen. I, I started watching it with my mom. I have them on DVDs in my room, displayed. Like because all I love them so sixteen much. seasons. Not all of them. I that is something I want to complete. Which one in my are you life. missing? A lot of them. Oh. I just have like a bunch of like one, two, three, four. But so I do that one. Love Plus it. Plus I've watched it like so many times. So it's on Netflix too. So. Yep. But I'm keeping up with the new episodes because they're making new episodes as we go. Yeah, season seventeen is yeah out this soon. I think. Yeah, it's coming out soon. And I am a very big uh, first responder watcher. Oh, me 911, too. Love it. Station love it. 19, nah, Grey's Anatomy, no. all of those kind of shows. I love no. it. SWAT, everything. Like, oh, I would SWAT's watch... literally like one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I would watch Kay. SWAT in the van rides this summer. <laughs> okay, okay. So if you like SWAT and right? you like first responder type ones, mm-hmm. you need to watch the show that came before SWAT that made SWAT what it is. What's it called? Hawaii Five O. You need okay. to watch it. It is made. I will put it on my watch list. It's like, it's, it's 10 seasons, so mm-hmm. it's nice and long. Right. Good 45-minute episodes. Okay. It's in Hawaii, so it's like awesome. Right. And it's like, it is literally my all-time, one of my all-time favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And it like paved the way to make like SWAT what it was. Now, right. uh, we don't have to get into it too, too much. We can talk about that off mic, but. Right. SWAT definitely had some episodes where I was like, that sucked. That was a really bad one. Oh, yeah. There's some bad episodes and some fake scenes, but. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I, love, I still enjoy them. Love 911. Yeah. Love it. Love 911 it. is good. I like Station 90. Actually, some of them have a lot more personal life and love than actually the responding. So I like the responding part of yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Like, there are so. some episodes where I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to skip through some of this stuff. Yeah. It's like, I want to see you go rescue someone, not. <laughs> Y'all yeah. go on a date, like yeah. It's like I'm I'm over that. I get that. Yeah, I get that for sure. I did not take you for, like I didn't. I, truthfully, I'm just blown away at how similar our TV taste actually is. Like I've never met another person who like actually likes like first responding stuff. Mm-hmm. You know I why it. I love it? Because I could never do it. I thought about it and then I was like, Mm-mm, I can't. Like I have nothing but respect for first responders, and there's yeah. no way I could ever do that. Yeah. I like I just couldn't. I just you gotta don't be very got quick. You're gonna be like, okay, this is happening, so I gotta do this. And it's I'm not like, the quick oh. thinking that would get me. It's the like the dedication and the the not the mindset, but the like the you come comp- the like how they compartmentalize things. Where mm-hmm. it's like they show up and there's a guy who's missing a leg, and then there's like whatever, and they have to be able to like decompartmentalize. Who do I need to get to first? Uh, and like, even their mental, that. like. That is a lot to go through. Like any really medical person, that is so much to deal with mentally. Like oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, like that'd be crazy. Okay, so there you go. That's our that's our recommend. Watch Heartland, people. Like actually, like don't judge it. The first season, I'm telling you, it's gonna not. be fake and it's not oh. gonna be good. But once you get into like the nowadays stuff, oh, it is no so even season good. two and on is like good. But like the first one is so bad. The first episode, the first episode is very just cringe. Just push through it, guys. It's it is very so cringe. bad. It's very cringe. 
Yeah. Even the like the cinematography is so cringe and it's just like you can tell that it, it, it honestly felt like film students made it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I'm a I love film, I love TV. I, right. I I study it as a passion of mine. So it's like I like know how cameras work and I like recognize yeah. that and stuff like so I love that. And I love what they do now in the new seasons when they open mm-hmm. episodes. They do the widescreen where it like yeah. it goes wide and it shows like the beautiful scenery and right. and it's awesome that it's Canadian made. Mm-hmm. Everything about it is made in Canada. That's why you know how there's there's the writer strikes in like the the u.s there's a huge thing going on where all the writers oh, yeah. are not working because right. they're not getting paid enough doesn't affect canadian tv so we st- us heartland fans <laughs> still get it yeah so like shout outs to that yeah so that's awesome i love that show i started watching with my mom it's not a christian show no. by any means they they don't really swear though i don't think i've ever i don't think so no i've heard no i've definitely heard a like a couple but nothing ever bad like it's nothing, nothing like too bad and it's never at somebody necessarily it's always no, about a there's situation not a, there's no like drugs and well there is but uh, not a lot though i don't remember a ton mm, the early seasons there is there is an early oh i'm thinking of the nowadays season because like the early seasons with someone certain dad and oh yeah there's a okay, little bit yeah. of that like there's there's there, i mean a little bit but not like a yeah, like, it's not like other shows where you're just blatantly seeing them do stuff like that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, it's not, no, it's no. not like that. But it is an amazing Canadian-made fam- family TV show. Like, it mm-hmm. actually is like for it, like families. shows that. Like every time my mom and me watch it, she's like, oh, "I just want to live there." <laughs> yeah, my it's mom so too. Perfect. <laughs> so, like growing up, we didn't have cable TV or anything right. in my house. We literally had Farmer Vision. We had two mm-hmm. channels: CBC and CTV. And so, Heartland came on after. Mm-hmm. so cbc used to show disney movies right on sunday nights mm-hmm. and so we would watch that as a family we'd eat supper and watch it and then usually we'd go outside and play or do whatever but i started like just hanging out with my mom mm-hmm. and heartland was on and i just started watching it with her right and so for years we sat down every Sunday. like i'd be hanging out at a friend's house and at 6 30 i'd leave because i was like sorry guys i gotta go home heartland, like, heartland. time come on and all my friends made fun of me about it they're like, oh, let them we-. make fun of you. They're like, oh, what a weirdo. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and spend time with my loving mother. Ha, huh, sucks to yeah. suck me. No. So, yeah, watch Heartland. Okay. You'd have the Heartland starting. Okay, I'm coming. Just wait. Oh, no. Like, act- one of my best friends was four houses down right. from me. And I knew Heartland started at seven. And so I would be counting down. And I knew there was always commercials. Yeah. So I could time it where, like, I could, like, leave at seven o'clock and I could be home with, like, a snack in hand at, like, 703 right when the show started so like that that's perfect. how dedicated i am i respect that dedication uh, to heartland yeah it's, it's 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 an incredible show it really is like i i can't yeah anyway. so thank you Haley, for coming on and giving a little bit a peek into into the next generation a little bit um this is our first episode of forgiven next gen so uh the format might change a little bit who knows like Haley and I went off on some tangents. I wasn't trying to be as like structured on this one. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little more fun um, and stuff. I think it's nice to just hear a little bit more about the more human side of who we are and stuff right. like. So I think that that's exciting. So if you like it, please leave a review, hit the share button. Most of all, hit the little share button. That's the best. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Okay. So share it around, okay? Um, and it's gonna be awesome. I even got a new logo designed and like everything. Like I went. Yeah, like it, it's gonna it's gonna be sweet. We're gonna take. A, you okay? Yeah, I was just trying to shut the door. Why? Because <laughs> there's people talking. They can't hear that. Oh, they can't. my bad, everyone. It's okay. 
Oh, wow. Just interrupted my, like, outro, I am Haley. so Come on. sorry, squirrel. It's true. It's true. I was wondering the why the door was so hard. Over the hedge. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so leave us a review, all that kind of stuff. If you have questions for us, um, you can still email forgiven at bethelbrandon.ca, but I have a sneaking suspicion most people are not going to email that. So I would say um, send me a message on Instagram. Um, hit up Salt and Light or Bethel. Heck, you can even send them to Haley if you really wanted to. I'm not just going to throw a handle out there, though. Um, so, yeah, it's a good time. Anyway, thanks for listening to everybody. And that's that. That's a wrap. <laughs>